Hello, hello, good morning. So today is October. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what today is. The 24th, the 25th. Honestly, I have no idea. All I know is that it's Thursday, 7.32 in the morning. Um, I started my commute a little early today, which is phenomenal because I usually never leave the house early. Um, definitely a a flaw of mine, always running late, but here I am. I wanted to start my podcast because I had a lot of things going on in my mind already as the day started. Um, So today my topic will be about expectations and how we hold ourselves with these expectations. I started thinking about myself, um, of course, the person that I know best, myself, Um, and sometimes the unrealistic expectations that we may hold of ourselves in any realm of life. I think my two biggest areas of expectation that I hold myself account like very accountable for would be school and of course my health, but that's like a given. I absolutely have to have high expectations for myself. So I don't want to really include that um, because that for me is like survival mode. But it would be relationships and what I expect out of my partner or out of a man in general. So without further said and do, here we go. So expectation-wise of school, I feel that I have been doing better in the regards of kind of performing to where I need to be. But I definitely don't think I'm even relatively close to where I want to achieve where I'm at in teaching. Um, I'm still practicing and I'm still trying to get, you know, the, the flow of things and the hang of things and how I want to talk and how I want to do my things and organize. Um, I have a very tough cooperating teacher this semester, um, very critical and she's just very, very tough. And I find that when people get very tough and very OCD like her, um, because she's very OCD with her materials and the way she likes her things in her classroom, I get anxiety. Um, And I especially get performance anxiety. Um, And I wouldn't even say not so much when I teach my lessons, but especially the preparation of them. She likes things a certain way and, you know, she likes her apples green and you know her bananas ripe so to speak so it's very nerve-wracking and I am trying to see it at the most neutral standpoint I can to see that I should benefit and take this skill from her where she's always well prepared and she's ready for anything versus where I think I am ready and I forget a lot of things and I'm very much a person that works on winging it a lot due to irresponsibility of many experiences of me growing up and uh, but I'm also just really good at winging things I don't like being part of a script um, and that is where I find myself right now and the one lesson that I did wing went phenomenal so unfortunately my CT wasn't there to see it so these expectations that I have of performing and doing as well as my peers is uh, something that has a category in and of itself because I start throwing in comparisons with that 
And I think it's also just a really big level of expectation that I hold myself to due to previous um, experiences at internships that didn't go well at all. Um, they went really sour really fast. I was not recommended to be an educator. Um, and that was really a, the epitome of my low point in my career as a student. And also just the simple fact that my parents are almost, you know, um, single-handedly helping me with college pretty much at this point. Um, so I feel a very big weight on my shoulders to perform well and to do well and to have that certain GPA. Um, I think right now, last time I checked, I think my GPA is like 3.6, which isn't bad compared to 3.7. So, um, but I used to have it. So with, I don't even want to make this a whole political thing at all, but you know, for me, it's always been, my mom didn't come to this country and sacrifice everything she had and her whole entire, and leave her whole entire family for me, for me to not perform to the best ability that I can and that I know I'm capable of. And my dad didn't take us in so that I could be pretty much a college bum and not make him proud either. Um, and I do have two older sisters, so I compare myself a lot with them. Um, in the regards of doing better academically. Um, and my one sister is getting her doctorate in psychology. So with that being said, and my other sister's a shoe designer, but she also went to school um, at Montclair State. So all of us hold each other really high up in uh, how we can perform academically. And we have a lot of stress on ourselves. So I guess I, that's where I get that from. Um, and we all push ourselves to our limits. So that's one aspect of life that I'm dealing with right now is having these insanely high expectations of myself and trying to meet them <clears throat> and achieve them and just really, really try to make someone else, including myself, proud. Um, and then expectations of a person that I'm seeking or that I'm interested in. I, I truly do relate to this one quote that I heard from Kat Von D makeup artist um, they videotaped her wedding and she said in her wedding video I truly didn't think that I was going to find somebody who loved romance in a way that I did I'm a very and this is still her quoting she says I'm a very old soul I'm a very passionate one and I don't take love lightly and I really truly love wholeheartedly and deeply and I didn't think that I was gonna find somebody like that. Maybe I thought I was too old school or you know, maybe the love wasn't for me in this era. And I honestly felt that way 120%. I know that I am one of the, one of my friends in the group that is the one that's always like single AF and running around and having fun and pretty much just doing me on my terms. But you know, beneath all that realm is I, I really am a deep, deep romantic. Uh, I'm in love with the idea of love, but I've been so independent for so long. And I haven't seen anyone that has met my, and I haven't experienced anybody who has met my expectations yet of what I want and what I know I deserve. So I, I definitely... I'm definitely very careful with who I choose to fall for. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't like that expression at all. Um, but I do hold, you know, I do wear my heart on my sleeve. But I don't 
give it away to everybody. I'm very selective. But for me to pretend that I don't care about somebody is a very hard thing for me to do. That takes, I, I say honestly, it's a cold-hearted skill. It, you know, it's a skill to be cold-hearted. I don't think people are naturally born to be cold-hearted. I think that's impossible. Um, so I've definitely dealt with that and trying to pretend like something doesn't bother me and trying to pretend that I don't have interest in the person that I'm verbatim sleeping with. But, you know, it's hard You start sharing ideas and philosophies of what you think and goals and you share each other's lives for a certain amount of time all for them to only see you as an object of passion or pleasure and then that's it you know and you know for a fact that this relationship is gonna not take off in the direction that you want it to and it's not gonna flourish into something bigger and it is gonna be done and they're gonna see you a certain way for the for the time being and for the rest of their lives and especially when you cross each other in public and that's a risk that I'm usually always willing to take because I haven't found someone who's matched my standards yet and I know that I act a certain way and I present myself a certain way to people who I think are in fact disposable and I do see people as that like some men as that and I know that's terrible I don't start off seeing them as disposable but if they present themselves in a certain way and act a certain way after even I've tried to develop something out of that relationship, I see you as disposable. It doesn't mean that I may not care for you as a person because I do. I'm still a human being at the end of the day and I want to make sure that you're okay. That's just who I am. But if you're not there to experience what I want to experience, which is just absolute love, then you don't serve me in my life it's it's pretty much that easy is the way I see it um I definitely have an old school type love um in mind I have these pictures in my head of how I want love to be and how I genuinely want my partner to be I've definitely met some people in my life that have touched different aspects of what I want but I haven't gotten it all in one yet um, there's always parts missing right now I have a I have someone who is meeting all these realms pretty much but that's because we've gotten to know each other verbally first like we haven't had any you know physical romance yet and I prefer that because we're getting to know each other as actual individuals instead of what we physically have to offer and we both physically know what we have to offer because we know how we are and how we look and our you know our sexuality and this and that and our sexual prowess but that's not really the biggest thing right now um I like to share my goals my dreams my aspirations with somebody I want to know that this person isn't going to judge me for who I am, what I've been through, how I think. Um, I definitely do want love more than anybody. Um, but when it does come time for me to receive that kind of love, I can't handle it. Um, I, <laughs> I verbatim want to vomit. And I don't... I, I, I just can't handle it. It's too much for me to feel. It's too much too many emotions at once it literally comes rushing in like an ocean and 
I start to almost shut myself down where I'm like, no, I can't. I can't feel this way for a certain person so fast. This is not okay. I need to calm down and then that's when I start to isolate and that's when I start to pull away. And I force myself to pull away. Even though I don't want to, I force myself. I'm like, okay, talk to him all day today. Don't talk to him tomorrow. That's like step one of my phase of me feeling as though this is all too much. This is too good to be true. And he's just going to use me just like the other men in my life that I have provided that opportunity for. So... With that being said, I've taken a really hard look at my expectations and things that I've wanted from a man. And that's why for a while I haven't been presenting myself to many men at all. Uh, it's been a couple months actually. And this is a very rare occasion for me. Usually I'm always talking to somebody. It is refreshing to not talk to anybody right now because I'm focusing on myself which is the biggest thing I need to do right now but it also feels a little strange however I'm not completely alone I am talking to a really really great friend of mine and you know he is everything that I want in a man and I'm looking for he's you know it's just where is this person I feel people in my area are very shallow. We look at... We look at... Um, sorry, guys. I just saw a baby raccoon that's on the side of the road. And I... Oh, it makes me so sad. Um, sidetracked. Um, I just don't think that people want to let themselves go in this area. And it, I think just in general. I think everyone's just scared to feel. Everyone's scared to show emotion. Everyone's scared... To show vulnerability and be labeled as soft when indeed being soft is one of the most beautiful things you can be. Expressing love for one person and only one person is one of the most beautiful and sacred things you can do. You know, I think we get caught up in the feeling of having options and that's our downfall. I think a human can only juggle so much with emotions and juggling that between people is the pit, is the downfall um, of, of many people and to many skills of building a relationship. Um, so with that being said, I look forward to meeting my expectations and just remembering that the expectations that I have of myself may be a little unreal for others, but for me, they're achievable. I just don't want to press any type of unrealistic pressure on myself to to achieve them in a certain time interval and I think that's the biggest thing I'm working on um and also just trying to see which expectations are realistic for which type of people um and the ones that I hold of people you can't hold an expectation of a trash bag being you know a, a Louis Vuitton you just you can't <laughs> verbatim so um let me know what you guys think about expectations, how you hold yourself accountable, and we'll talk on the next one. It is 7.47. Thank you for joining me on this Thursday morning. Bye.
Hello, hello, good morning. So today is October. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what today is. The 24th, the 25th. Honestly, I have no idea. All I know is that it's Thursday, 7.32 in the morning. Um, I started my commute a little early today, which is phenomenal because I usually never leave the house early. Um, definitely a a flaw of mine, always running late, but here I am. I wanted to start my podcast because I had a lot of things going on in my mind already as the day started. Um, So today my topic will be about expectations and how we hold ourselves with these expectations. I started thinking about myself, um, of course, the person that I know best, myself, um, and sometimes the unrealistic expectations that we may hold of ourselves in any realm of life. I think my two biggest areas of expectation that I hold myself account like very accountable for would be school and of course my health, but that's like a given. I absolutely have to have high expectations for myself. So I don't want to really include that. Um, cause that for me is like survival mode, but it would be relationships and what I expect out of my partner or out of a man in general. So without further said and do, here we go. So expectation wise of school, I feel that I have been doing better in the regards of kind of performing to where I need to be, but I definitely don't think I'm even relatively close to where I want to achieve where I'm at in teaching. Um, I'm still practicing and I'm still trying to get, you know, the, the flow of things and the hang of things and how I want to talk and how I want to do my things and organize. Um, I have a very tough cooperating teacher this semester, um, very critical and she's just very, very tough. And I find that when people get very tough and very OCD like her, um, because she's very OCD with her materials and the way she likes her things in her classroom, I get anxiety. Um, and I especially get performance anxiety. Um, and I wouldn't even say not so much when I teach my lessons, but especially the preparation of them. She likes things a certain way and You know, she likes her apples green and, you know, her bananas ripe, so to speak. So it's very nerve-wracking, and I am trying to see it at the most neutral standpoint I can to see that I should benefit and take this skill from her where she's always well-prepared and she's ready for anything versus where I think I am ready and I forget a lot of things. And I'm very much a person that works on winging it a lot, due to irresponsibility of many experiences of me growing up and uh, but I'm also just really good at winging things I don't like being part of a script um, and that is where I find myself right now and the one lesson that I did wing went phenomenal so unfortunately my CT wasn't there to see it so these expectations that I have of performing and doing as well as my peers is uh something that has a category in and of itself because I start throwing in comparisons with that 
And I think it's also just a really big level of expectation that I hold myself to due to previous um, experiences at internships that didn't go well at all. Um, they went really sour really fast. I was not recommended to be an educator. Um, and that was really a, the epitome of my low point in my career as a student. And also just the simple fact that my parents are almost, you know, um, single-handedly helping me with college pretty much at this point. Um, so I feel a very big weight on my shoulders to perform well and to do well and to have that certain GPA. Um, I think right now, last time I checked, I think my GPA is like 3.6, which isn't bad compared to 3.7. So, um, but I used to have it. So with, I don't even want to make this a whole political thing at all, but you know, for me, it's always been, my mom didn't come to this country and sacrifice everything she had and her whole entire, and leave her whole entire family for me, for me to not perform to the best ability that I can and that I know I'm capable of. And my dad didn't take us in so that I could be pretty much a college bum and not make him proud either. Um, and I do have two older sisters, so I compare myself a lot with them. Um, in the regards of doing better academically. Um, and my one sister is getting her doctorate in psychology. So with that being said, and my other sister's a shoe designer, but she also went to school um, at Montclair State. So all of us hold each other really high up in uh, how we can perform academically. And we have a lot of stress on ourselves. So I guess I, that's where I get that from. Um, and we all push ourselves to our limits. So that's one aspect of life that I'm dealing with right now is having these insanely high expectations of myself and trying to meet them <clears throat> and achieve them and just really, really try to make someone else, including myself, proud. Um, and then expectations of a person that I'm seeking or that I'm interested in. I, I truly do relate to this one quote that I heard from Kat Von D makeup artist um, they videotaped her wedding and she said in her wedding video I truly didn't think that I was going to find somebody who loved romance in a way that I did I'm a very and this is still her quoting she says I'm a very old soul I'm a very passionate one and I don't take love lightly and I really truly love wholeheartedly and deeply and I didn't think that I was gonna find somebody like that. Maybe I thought I was too old school or you know, maybe the love wasn't for me in this era. I honestly felt that way 120%. I know that I am one of the, one of my friends in the group that is the one that's always like single AF and running around and having fun and pretty much just doing me on my terms. But you know, Beneath all that realm is I, I really am a deep, deep romantic. Uh, I'm in love with the idea of love, but I've been so independent for so long. And I haven't seen anyone that has met my, and I haven't experienced anybody who has met my expectations yet of what I want and what I know I deserve. So I, I definitely... I'm definitely very careful with who I choose to fall for. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't like that expression at all. Uh, but I do hold, you know, I do wear my heart on my sleeve. But I don't 
give it away to everybody. I'm very selective. But for me to pretend that I don't care about somebody is a very hard thing for me to do. That takes, I, I say honestly, it's a cold-hearted skill. It, you know, it's a skill to be cold-hearted. I don't think people are naturally born to be cold-hearted. I think that's impossible. Um, so I've definitely dealt with that and trying to pretend like something doesn't bother me and trying to pretend that I don't have interest in the person that I'm verbatim sleeping with. But, you know, it's hard to start sharing ideas and philosophies of what you think and goals and you share each other's lives for a certain amount of time all for them to only see you as an object of passion or pleasure and then that's it you know and you know for a fact that this relationship is gonna not take off in the direction that you want it to and it's not gonna flourish into something bigger and it is gonna be done and they're gonna see you a certain way for the for the time being and for the rest of their lives and especially when you cross each other in public and that's a risk that I'm usually always willing to take because I haven't found someone who has matched my standards yet and I know that I act a certain way and I present myself a certain way to people who I think are in fact disposable and I do see people as that like some men as that and I know that's terrible I don't start off seeing them as disposable but if they present themselves in a certain way and act a certain way after even I've tried to develop something out of that relationship, I see you as disposable. It doesn't mean that I may not care for you as a person because I do. I'm still a human being at the end of the day and I want to make sure that you're okay. That's just who I am. But if you're not there to experience what I want to experience, which is just absolute love, then you don't serve me in my life it's it's pretty much that easy is the way I see it um I definitely have an old school type love um in mind I have these pictures in my head of how I want love to be and how I genuinely want my partner to be I've definitely met some people in my life that have touched different aspects of what I want but I haven't gotten it all in one yet um, there's always parts missing right now I have a I have someone who is meeting all these realms pretty much but that's because we've gotten to know each other verbally first like we haven't had any you know physical romance yet and I prefer that because we're getting to know each other as actual individuals instead of what we physically have to offer and we both physically know what we have to offer because we know how we are and how we look and our you know our sexuality and this and that and our sexual prowess but that's not really the biggest thing right now um I like to share my goals my dreams my aspirations with somebody I want to know that this person isn't going to judge me for who I am, what I've been through, how I think. Um, I definitely do want love more than anybody. Um, but when it does come time for me to receive that kind of love, I can't handle it. Um, I, <laughs> I verbatim want to vomit and I don't, I, I, I just can't handle it. It's too much for me to feel. It's too much too many emotions at once it literally comes rushing in like an ocean and 
I start to almost shut myself down where I'm like, no, I can't. I can't feel this way for a certain person so fast. This is not okay. I need to calm down and then that's when I start to isolate and that's when I start to pull away. And I force myself to pull away. Even though I don't want to, I force myself. I'm like, okay, talk to him all day today. Don't talk to him tomorrow. That's like step one of my phase of me feeling as though this is all too much. This is too good to be true. And he's just going to use me just like the other men in my life that I have provided that opportunity for. So... With that being said, I've taken a really hard look at my expectations and things that I've wanted from a man. And that's why for a while I haven't been presenting myself to many men at all. Uh, it's been a couple months actually. And this is a very rare occasion for me. Usually I'm always talking to somebody. It is refreshing to not talk to anybody right now because I'm focusing on myself which is the biggest thing I need to do right now but it also feels a little strange however I'm not completely alone I am talking to a really really great friend of mine and you know he is everything that I want in a man and I'm looking for he's you know it's just where is this person I feel people in my area are very shallow. We look at... We look at... Um, sorry, guys. I just saw a baby raccoon that's on the side of the road. And I... Oh, it makes me so sad. Um, sidetracked. Um, I just don't think that people want to let themselves go in this area. And it, I think just in general. I think everyone's just scared to feel. Everyone's scared to show emotion. Everyone's scared... To show vulnerability and be labeled as soft when indeed being soft is one of the most beautiful things you can be. Expressing love for one person and only one person is one of the most beautiful and sacred things you can do. You know, I think we get caught up in the feeling of having options and that's our downfall. I think a human can only juggle so much with emotions and juggling that between people is the pit, is the downfall um, of of many people and to many skills of building a relationship. Um, so with that being said, I look forward to meeting my expectations and just remembering that the expectations that I have of myself may be a little unreal for others, but for me, they're achievable. I just don't want to press any type of unrealistic pressure on myself to to achieve them in a certain time interval and I think that's the biggest thing I'm working on um and also just trying to see which expectations are realistic for which type of people um and the ones that I hold of people you can't hold an expectation of a trash bag being you know a, a Louis Vuitton you just you can't <laughs> verbatim so um let me know what you guys think about expectations, how you hold yourself accountable, and we'll talk on the next one. It is 7.47. Thank you for joining me on this Thursday morning. Bye.